0: Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here, show us your TDs. It's crying time! Let's go! Ayo! Hey, oh. Welcome back to week eight of Show Us Your TDs. It's Melky, riding the pine solo for the very first time in three seasons. Why? Gooby is taking a much needed break from running the Cheeto Kingdom. All hail the king. His royal dustiness will be back next episode. In his words, it ain't easy being cheesy. Now, should we get into uh, fantasy football? Yeah, let's get into fantasy football. This is what you have been waiting for. It's time to get into your hot and steamy fantasies. Oh my God. I'm just playing. That's a different podcast with El Jefe. Let's dive into my fantasy football update. Well, it's actually been more of a fantasy nightmare. Ah! I lost to that turd burglar Gooby, 140.45 to 98.35. And why did I lose? Let me break it down for you. I was humiliated for one, McCaffrey getting dealt. Spoiler alert! Screwed me big time. They barely used him. He was just getting used to the system, so we didn't get the true CMC in form. And Gooby's team is just simply rolling. I'm on a four-game losing streak, and I'm worried. All right, let's not panic. I'll make the money back by selling one of my livers. I can get by with one. I'm now sitting at the very bottom the spot where Gooby held for a couple weeks. Now, you know me. I have a little segment called calling out names when things don't go well. I wanna just call out my entire team, but there wouldn't be enough time for this podcast. So I got three names in mind. We're gonna start with Dak Prescott. Yes, you just returned from injury, so you get a little bit of a slide, but you were also playing the Detroit Lions. And you could only muster one point, sorry, you could only muster 16.35 points. It's the Lions. They couldn't stop a cold. I know you were probably on pitch count, but come on, you got to take advantage. That's how you get back into the thick of things. You know, you beat up on the really bad teams and get your confidence back because Rush still looks better than you right now. Najee Harris, I regret drafting you. You suck. Your team sucks. 9.5 points. You were a top 10 running back. What's going on in Pittsburgh? Is Mike Tomlin going to have a losing season? I think so. You guys are flaming garbage. And last but not least, the Cincinnati Bengals defense. You're playing Atlanta. Now, yes, Atlanta has some talent, but you mean to tell me You left that wide receiver wide open? How? You guys are supposed to be talented. You hadn't given up a lot of touchdowns in the second half, but yet you screwed me over and gave me four points? I never stood a freaking chance. God, and Gooby's probably celebrating over there because now he has life at three and four where I'm just like simply crashing and burning very quickly at two and five. This sucks donkey balls. Fuck my life. Okay, now enough about the sad news. I'll get over it, folks. Trust me. Maybe I won't. Not sure right now. Let's talk about my upcoming matchup this week. It's a rematch between Deflate This with the middle finger and Not A Bears lineup. The projections are... Not-a-Bears lineup to beat me 129.24 to 124.56. Now, I did play her week one, and she did squeak out a, a very small victory against me. Anything is possible in fantasy football. So I'm looking for redemption. Now, having said that, her team has been firing on all cylinders with Joe Burrow and company just taking over the NFL offensive categories. So let me break it down to you, our head-to-head matchup. So again, starting at the quarterback spot, I'm going to start Tom Brady. Yes, Mr. Deflate himself against Joe Burrow. It's gonna to be tough. I mean, Burrow is on fire, so I might give the edge to Joe Burrow. Next, we've got Corlin Sutton versus uh, Chris Godwin. Now, I do hope Brady does not throw Godwin's way and gives me the advantage. I've gotta start Corlin because I've got uh, sorry, I've got Keenan Allen on bye, so I don't really have a choice. Next matchup. I got Chris Olave, the rookie wonder, versus Cooper Cup, who's arguably one of the best wide receivers in the game. So we'll we'll give it up to Cooper Cup. Next, Terry McLaurin, who had a strong week seven. He will be facing Devontae Smith. This could be a wash. I mean, both wide receivers are really good. I'm just hoping AJ gets more of the love and Devontae gets left out in the cold. Running backs. Newly acquired Christian McCaffrey for San Francisco versus the hottest running back right now, Josh Jacobs. Man, he's on fire. He's carrying the Raiders offense because they are flaming garbage too. I'm going I'm to give it to Jacobs right now because he's just the hottest running back going. Next, got Devontae, sorry, not Devontae, DeAndre Swift. And... I'm hoping he plays because I really need his services. And he's facing a man I once had on my team, David Montgomery. Now, Jen and I made this trade a few weeks ago. I needed a really stout running back. I felt Montgomery Montgomery was getting pushed out of the way for Herbert. So I'm hoping this trade proves that I got the best player out of it if he plays. If not, I might be screwed and I might have to throw that bum Najee Harris in. the tight end spots she's got George Kittle which is another player I sent to her who had a finally had a good game last week and of course it's when I don't have him and I've got Pat Faramuth and sorry if I pronounce your name wrong because I simply don't care and I have him and he's been on fire too he's been one of the top targets on Pittsburgh and one of those lone bright spots in the flex we've got Zeke Elliott who was really good last week collecting um two touchdowns not as many yards but he capitalized on Pollard doing all the work hopefully that trend continues and she's got Robert Woods in right now now Traylon Burke is supposed to be coming back so that will be pretty awesome if he does Woods's targets will go down and I just simply don't trust him so I'm going to give it up to Elliot the kickers I just acquired Tyler Bass because Buckner is on by So hopefully he has a field day against Green Bay, and she's got the, sorry, she's got Chase McLawlin out of um, the Colts. Again, he's probably been really good the last few weeks. Probably one of the lone bright spots too on that team because they're a dumpster fire. And rounding off the defenses, Buffalo versus Indy. Buffalo is probably the best defense in the league, so I'm going to give it up to myself. But... Indy's not too shabby either, so we'll see. This is my season here. I can't afford to lose again. It's going to be tough with her team firing in all cylinders, too. Like, her team is rolling, but anything is possible. I think I need to take her down a peg. I need to, like, get back in the winning column because, fuck, I, I don't want to buy the board, folks. I don't want to buy the board. I've never finished last in our league So let's go team deflate this. Brady, I'm counting on you. You know, my whole team, I'm counting on you guys. And maybe I'll just pull out that cheerleading uh, outfit I, I have stored in my closet, throw it on, and get some extra cheers going to wish my team luck. We got spirit, yes we do. We got spirit, how about you? What do you think? Do you think I should actually go that mile and do it? Are you are you thinking? Ew, gross! Mo in a cheerleading outfit? Yes, my real name is Mo, but you can still call me Melky. Remember, we were talking about nightmares. That might be a nightmare picture. Don't think about that. I still might do it though. I need this fucking win. So let's go deflate this. And good luck to you too, Gooby. Not really. I hope you kind of lose. It's time for your week seven highlights. And trust me, there were some big ones. And we're gonna start with the biggest one of the week with Christian McCaffrey getting traded to the 49ers. Damn! This actually happened when Gooby and I were recording last week's episode. Wow is all I have to say the Panthers trade the star running back to San Francisco Carolina receives a second third and fourth round pick plus a fifth round pick in 2024 for the star running back services he's one of only three players to rush for a thousand yards and receive a thousand yards in one season now this is incredible the San Francisco 49ers have just upgraded their offense They got stars everywhere with Debo, Ayuka, Kittle, and now CMC in the fold. This team is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Now there was a game this week. They did play Patrick Mahomes and the KC Chiefs. And unfortunately in his debut, they did not do they did not do too well they went down 44 to 22 like i was saying my homeboy went for 423 passing yards three passing tds and just an int his counterpart porn star jimmy went for 303 passing yards two passing tds an int and two rushing yards oh and plus a fumble you need to hold on to the ball buddy CMC, in his debut, went for 34, 38 rushing yards and 24 receiving yards. They were just getting him into the fold, and that's what killed me in fantasy. But he's going to slowly get into this offense and watch him go. It's going to be exciting, folks. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was actually benched in favor of Isaiah Pacheco. They like things from Pacheco. He had 42 yards, I believe, uh, in Sunday's game. CEH, you need to get that shit together. I mean, no wonder Gooby hates your guts. Oh, snap. So, does CMC on the 49ers make them the best team in the NFC? Clearly, no, because you have the Eagles at 6-0, who basically are the best offensive team and one of the greatest defensive teams out there right now. But this does make them a threat. I don't see anyone else sporting a star-studded lineup like the 49ers do. So, it should be interesting. I think, if anything... Pornstar Jimmy is gonna hold them back because he can only do so much. But going forward, this team is going to be a powerhouse on the offensive side. Now, moving on to Dallas because it's the return of the DAC, return of the DAC, it is. The DAC attack is back. It's the return of Prescott. And he helped defeat the Detroit Lions 24 to six now he basically looked like a quarterback returning from injury didn't do much he sported 207 passing yards a td and three rushing yards his counterpart jared goff oh boy 228 passing yards two ints and two fumble losses zeke helped carry the offensive load with 57 yards and two rushing tds but the star of the show was the dallas defense a Super Bowl caliber defense, with two INTs, three fumble receptions, and allowing only six points. With all that celebration, there did come a a sacrifice. Unfortunately, Jordan Lewis was lost for the season. He injured his foot after making that fourth quarter interception. He'll definitely be missed in the secondary, but we'll pick up the spirit and hopefully we don't miss a beat. With Dak back in the fold, does the Dallas offense pick up where it needs to be? All signs are pointing to no because I think they're happy having their defense lead the charge. They're going back to the old ways where they're running running game with Pollard and Zeke, carry the offensive load, and then the defense just stops you. You got Michael, Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, you got the three-headed monster out in safety. I think that's the way they're going to do things going forward, which is a shame because I do miss when Dak used to throw for 300 plus yards and a couple of TDs. There it is, the touchdown pass to Hendershot. That's his first one of the year, Dak, right? That is. Plus I have him on my uh, fantasy team, so that would help. This defense is elite right now, and I think it's just a recipe for success. We them boys and Eagles, we're coming for you. Let's take a stroll to Carolina because the Panthers upset the Bucks 21 to three. What? No CMC, no problem. The Panthers' run game embarrasses the Tampa defense. CMC's replacements, Chubba Hubbard, 63 rushing yards, a TD, 10 receiving yards. And Donta Foreman, 118 rushing yards, 15 rushing attempts, and 27 receiving yards. Tom Brady, on the other hand, looked poopy. He went for 290 yards and one rushing yard. Now he did have Mike Evans wide open for that one play and Evans just completely botched that open toss for a touchdown. So it's not all on him, but wow, what is wrong with the Bucks? Well, I have an idea. Brady's head isn't in the game because of his pending divorce. The receivers are missing assignments, AKA Evans wide open like we just alluded to. And not just that, they don't have a deep ball threat with speed. Losing AB was huge. And Scotty Miller hasn't lived up to what he could be. The defense does not seem elite. They can't stop anything, really. They got, like I said, embarrassed by the Panthers run game. And overall, the team just isn't in sync. I don't see that team unity. Now, obviously, it starts from the top with Tom Brady. And if his head isn't in the game, then there's no way this team can come together. Maybe Tom should retire and start looking for condos and Del Boca Vista. Are you telling me there's not one condo available in all of Del Boca Vista? That's right. They went like hotcakes. How'd you get yours? Got lucky. So they need to think fast. They've got the big game on Thursday against the Ravens. This will be a good way to make a statement uh, to the NFC and the NFL and all saying we're still here. We're not a shell of ourselves because we're the Tampa Bay Bucks. So hopefully they can get things rolling because it looks really bad out in Tampa right now. We are closing things off with Brees Hall out for the season. (laughs) The front runner for Offensive Rookie of the Year tore his ACL Sunday against the Broncos. Silver lining. The Jets did win 16-9, shoving the Broncos further down the basement. Russ sat out this game with a hamstring injury. So his replacement, Brett Ripon, had 225 passing yards and went 24 for 46 with an INT. And Zach Wilson, aka the MILF Hunter, had 121 yards and went 16 for 26. Brees Hall, before he went down, had 72 yards with four carries and a touchdown. So, because this did happen, the Jets made a move on Monday, acquiring James Robinson from the Jacksonville Jaguars for a six-round pick that could actually turn into a fifth-round pick if Robinson rushes for 600 yards. With Hall now done for the season and Robinson in the fold, are the Jets still a playoff team? So this is very tough for me. The Jets were on a huge high going into this game, knocking down their opponents with their defense and run game. Breece Hall and James Robinson are two different players. I think this might set them back and have them in a dogfight for that wildcard spot because the milk hunter isn't flashing godly numbers. Robinson is a dollar store bandage that's about to fall off a scab. It's going to be really tough. I hope the Jets can actually do it because they haven't had any success in a very long time. J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets might suck going forward with the loss of Brees Hall, but only time will tell. Well the Jets and Broncos game is a great segue to the most disappointing division in football. (laughs) It's time for your AFC West Bulletin. Let's begin. At number 1 and no surprise to anyone, it's the KC Chiefs. They're at 5-2. Number 2, the LA Chargers, 4-3. And newly, number three spot goes to the Las Vegas Raiders. Raider Nation, Raider Nation, Raider Nation, Raider Nation. Raider Nation. And all the way at the bottom. As I predicted, no actually I didn't, I thought they'd be a lot better than what they are, it's the Denver Broncos. Oh, that is true! I didn't see that coming! (laughs) An astute observation has led to laughter! (laughs) We are laughing! Now how did the AFC West do last week? Well, we talked about the Chiefs game and highlighted that with Mahomes, stuffing the ball down Jimmy Garoppolo's throat and him and the Chiefs are the kings of the AFC West. Nobody can touch them right now. All bow down to him and the Walrus. They have a bye this week. Now the Chargers, they lost to the Bronco Slayer aka Geno Smith 37-23. The potential MVP candidate, Geno Smith, posted 210 yards, 2 TDs, 7 rushing yards, an INT and a fumble loss. And Justin Herbert had 293 yards, 2 passing TDs, 22 rushing yards and a fumble loss. Keenan Allen made his return after missing 5 games and he did next to nothing. DK Metcalf went down with a knee injury and he is considered week to week. And I really can't believe. Geno Smith is an MVP candidate. The Chargers are on a bye this week as well. Moving over to the Las Vegas Raiders. They steamrolled the Houston Texans 38 to 20. It was the Josh Jacobs show. He sported godly numbers of 143 rushing yards, three TDs, and 12 receiving yards. His counterpart, Damian Pierce, another standout rookie with 92 rushing yards and 25 receiving yards vegas needed this victory and they looked really sharp uh, last week so hopefully it is big things for them to come the raiders have a date with the new orleans saints and it might be the return of crab legs and last but not least it's the denver broncos i talked about the broncos getting embarrassed without russ at mile high Now let me play devil's advocate for a sec. (laughs) Was Russ referring to riding in the basement when he coined the phrase let's ride? Must be. Well enjoy riding the bottom Denver fans. Those My Little Pony bastards travel to London to square off against the Jacksonville Jaguars. (sighs) And that has been your AFC West Bulletin dedicated to Kevin. Let's change the pace a bit and keep it real for a hot minute. This new segment is called Clowns in Your Fantasy Football League. Excuse me? I've been running my league for about six seasons. I've had different people come and go for better or for worse, but for the most part, they're all pretty good. The league is a lot of fun. We all consider ourselves friends and that's the beauty of it. Do you find you have that one or two annoyance in your league that make you want to pull your hair out? I feel there's always that one person who becomes a headache. They simply act like a clown. Why? What's the reason? Do you get a kick out of being a fool? It's called fantasy football for a reason. Not one of us are qualified to run a real football franchise, and the NFL would never hire you in any capacity. No one is giving you their entire team for a wide receiver to or a running back to have you lost your damn mind. So get that out of your head. You aren't a football guru and I'm not done for those who enter a league only to have someone else run run your team. Do everyone a favor and quit. You're taking away a spot from someone who actually values the game. Why bother? How is that possibly fun? You can't honestly feel like you've accomplished something by having a ghost GM do all the work for you. So make like my pants and split. And then there are the crybabies, the ones who simply complain about everything. Nothing is ever satisfying. It's bitch, 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 bitch. bitch. Especially if something doesn't go your way. If you're getting worked up over a virtual game, you might want to ask yourself, is this worth the stress? Value your mental health. Join a sewing club or book club. Clearly fantasy football isn't for you. Nope. If you're a GM enduring this, take a stand. Don't put up with this clownish behavior. It's not worth the trouble. They are wasting your time and the league's time. I don't know about you, but I participate because it's fun. Not necessarily for bragging rights, because at the end of the day, nobody cares. This is for all you clowns out there ruining leagues all over. Get out or check yourself. If you want to act like a clown, join the circus. Stop killing the league with your BS. It's supposed to be for fun. That's all I gotta say about that. I'm sorry, I had to get away from that dark cloud that was hovering over my head. Let's move on to something that's always fun. It's my favorite uh, segment and my favorite pastime this week on the toilet. We're going with Boom or Bust. And it's brought to you by Taco Bell because that's what I had and it's making my stomach explode. Are you fucking kidding me? First up, we've got Danta Foreman. He's a boom this week. Looks like Carolina has found CMC's replacement, and I'm not talking about Chubba Hubbard. Foreman was explosive in the backfield. He had a 60-yard dash against the Tampa Bay defense. He showed a few glimpses of this in Tennessee when Derrick Henry went down last season. Now with Hubbard possibly sidelined, look for Foreman to see an increased amount of volume this week. If you don't have him, go grab him before someone else does, and if you have him on your bench, you should probably start him right now. Do it! Just do it! Okay, my last pick this week is Sam Ellinger. He's a huge bust. There's a new sheriff in town, ladies and gentlemen, and his name is Sam. Is he the savior the Colts have been waiting for? No! Just because you can scramble doesn't mean you're a good quarterback. Matt Ryan was poo this season, but at least he has pedigree and has experience. I'm all up for changing things on the fly, especially when things don't work, but Ellington is being tossed to the wolves. He doesn't move the needle. If I'm indie, I'm making a call to, I don't know, Philadelphia and asking about Mustache Minshew because who doesn't like a mustache ride? All right. Yeah, yeah. Who wants a mustache ride? All in all, I'm not starting any indie quarterback because until Taylor is fully healthy, they aren't doing shit on offense. So he's a bust. The indie quarterback situation is a bust, and it's about to bust all over your face if you start him or Ryan ever again this season. So don't do it. All right, all right, all right. It's our final segment this week. The very one Ball Walker invented. So get your two bucks out because it's time for Toonie Bets. I have not done well at all this season. I've actually lost, I think, more than I've won. But I did say I was gonna take more risks and I stand by that. So let's fly over to Minnesota. We've got the Cardinals versus the Vikings. And I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings. Why, you might ask? Because they're the home team. They're fully rested from the bye week, and I'm sure they really want to keep pace with Boz Eagles. Not to mention, there's team unity over there. Unlike the Arizona Cardinals, is there a drift or a war happening between Baby Yoda and Cliff Kingsbury? i think so the way they were going at it on thursday night screams friction their relationship is rocky at best and there's a lot of pressure mounting i'm pretty sure kyler murray is prepping for his lol world gaming tournament over studying the playbook this week look for the viking hammer to cut apart the arizona cardinals and that concludes oh wait i have a surprise for you Gooby has made some time to send me his toonie bet. Let's hear what the Jack Black lookalike has to say. What's up, guys? It's your boy Gooby here. I'm sorry I didn't make this podcast. I really tried, but uh, I'm recovering from a little bit of a hangover after partying so hard after beating Melky 140 to 98. Oh, man, I can't wait to hear what he has to say about that one. But uh, other than that, I'm here to talk to any bets. And uh, I'm going to go with, you know new york again but this time i'm going with the new york giants over seattle seahawks i think the giants are looking good i've been saying it all year and uh, i think they'll they'll take this one pretty uh pretty decisively so i can't wait to hear Melky's Toonie bets and boz Toonie bets and i can't wait to hear this podcast and i i will see you guys next week and that was Gooby's Toonie bet Thanks for gloating, you pumpkin head. <laughs> I really hope that guy's enjoying himself. That's it for week 8. Thank you for taking this haunted journey solo with me. I just want to thank NA30, the Mustard guys, Ah, Calf Goobs Sports For You Podcast Check them out on Townhouse Media And most of all I want to thank slutty Halloween Female Costumes it's the one time of year where dressing less in public isn't frowned upon. Speaking of Halloween, it is on Monday. It's coming up very shortly. And I was looking up the top-rated costumes for adults. I found a top six, which Gooby will appreciate, and I'm gonna list them in no particular order. Witch, Spider-Man, T-Rex, Anyone from Stranger Things, Fairy, and Pirate now I see the appeal for half of these but the other half I don't know feel like pirates been done fairy's been done witch has really been done t-rex could be fun spider-man is spider-man and anyone from stranger things hmm who would I dress up from that show probably no one because I don't really care and you know what dressing up can be fun I remember my favorite costume that i've ever dressed up in was darth vader you know why there's nothing more satisfying than telling people all night you are their father <laughs> <laughs> What are you dressing up as? Why don't you message Gooby and I on Instagram and tell us? We want to know. I'm at Blackzilla27 and Gooby's at G00BIE. I guess Gooby was taken. Thanks for listening. Have a safe and happy Halloween. And don't accept fruit when you go trick or treating. That is not candy, it's bullshit. Pamela Pupkin, creator of the Punch the Devil workout. Now, Halloween is right around the corner. Who's excited? Now, I have created a fun, family-friendly Halloween workout that will not only protect you from the evil spirits, but will also help combat those Halloween candy thunder thighs. (laughs) Laugh. Uh Uh (laughs) Hi, y'all, I'm Pamela Pupkin, and you're about to do Pamela Pupkin's Halloween workout. Woo! This is Alan. Alright, come on. Shake off the Skittles, shake off the Reese's, shake off those candy corns. Now ride the witch's broom. Ride the witch's broom. Ride the witch's broom. Ride the witch's broom. Squash Satan, kick him in the crotch. Squash Satan, kick him in the crotch. Squash Satan, kick him in the crotch. Kick that Satan in the crotch. Zombies to the left. Zombies to the right. Zombies to the left. Zombies to the right. Break it down. I'm a scarecrow doing the robot. Break it down. I'm a scarecrow doing the robot. Whoop! There's a spider web. Whoop! There's a ghost. Whoop! There's a black cat shaking. Whoop! There's a spider web. Whoop! There's a ghost. Whoop! There's a black cat shaking. Block the evil spirits and bash me above. Block the evil spirits <laughs> and me above. Alan, get it together.